It's time for JT the Brick. Hey, JT, how you doing, man? Now there's a new team, and everybody's pretty much new, and I got their back. I want this thing to work. Everybody's got to get on the same page. JT the Brick. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be last-second losses. There's going to be a draft pick that doesn't make the team. Whatever it is, it's Raider Nation. JT, thanks for having me on. Always great to catch up with you, and keep it going, okay? I'll talk to you soon, man. And now, here's JT the Brick. Well, not quite JT the Brick. He'll be joining us in a matter of minutes, but your boy Q here holding it down for JT. We are at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center holding it down here as uh, Derek Carr had his presser a little while ago live here on Raider Nation Radio 920 after signing the contract extension, the three-year contract extension that so many anticipated for such a long time. People were wondering when it was going to get done, how it was going to get done, was it going to become a problem? Well, it's done, it's done, and no, it was not a problem. It is a done deal records, and so Derek Carr is in the building, had his presser a little while ago. JT is meeting with him right now, and so uh, as soon as he's done with that, he'll take over the wheels of steel here. But again, here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center for the next couple hours, Raider Nation, uh, very excited about today. You never know what the offseason is going to bring to you. We've learned that a whole lot this offseason, right? You just never know when some breaking news is going to happen. And so I saw when I woke up this morning and kind of started getting the ball rolling, started to see everything go on, and then, boom, that's when the news hit that Derek Carr and the Raiders had found that sweet spot, came to that contract uh, agreement, three-year deal extension, which goes along with the one year he already has left on the deal and makes it a four-year deal, hundred-and-something, $41 million, I guess, total or whatever. Uh, none of that really matters at all. I mean, the, the exact numbers don't matter. Uh, he gets a nice bump uh, in pay. He uh, said in the presser, as you heard live here on Radio Nation Radio 920, that if it hadn't worked out, he would have had no problem playing the, the one-year deal. What he had left on the deal, he would have had no problem playing with the silver and black. That's how adamant he was about being a Raider and only being a Raider. So now that that's done, now that the business side of things are done, uh, the Raiders can start to get back to work. As this, weekend they've, this week they've reported for the offseason workouts, and uh, many people are here in attendance. But I'm sure this is a day that a lot of Raider Nation have seen, a lot of reaction on Twitter, uh, very fired up about knowing that there are no more questions about QB1, uh, Derek Carr, if he's going to be the dude or if he's not going to be the dude, because there's no doubt about it. And as I said, we're here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center in the Raiders studio, but uh, everything that we do here on Raider Nation Radio 920 is generated straight out of the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, and we definitely appreciate them for their sponsorship of our studio. My man Bobby Machado's holding it down in the studio and is willing and standing by to take your calls. Of course, we want to take your text as well on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R-N-R. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, again, very excited to be able to bring you the presser right here live on the air. Instead of playing it back, you got to hear it as it was happening. So, uh, of course, we definitely want to hear your feedback throughout the course of the show. Uh, just, I, I think, a, a really good day and really shows a lot about what this new regime has done. I mean, the things that, that Derek Carr was talking about during his presser when he mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, he knew uh, right away after the new regime took over that he was the guy. You know, that was always a question, and none of us knew. None of us knew the answer because we hadn't talked to anybody, and nobody had given us the heads up. I mean, the GM, the head coach, you know, the assistant GM, they're not going to come to us and say, hey, by the way, we just want you guys to know that D.C. is the guy. I mean, that's not, that's not their job responsibility, but – to communicate with the people in the building is their responsibility, and that's exactly what they did and uh, made it very clear to Derek from day one that he was the guy. And so uh, just uh, there's a lot to like 
about what's going on. So Raider Nation, I mean, usually I'd like to come to the show, and I will be back on the air at 2 o'clock. We will have a shortened show because we have uh, Aviator Baseball. It's supposed to be a doubleheader as long as weather permits. <laughs> That's still kind of up in the air. There's a lot of snow going on in Salt Lake City right now. But we'll be back on the radio at 2 o'clock right here from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. So basically it's a whole day here at Raiders HQ, and nothing wrong with that. Don't mind being out here uh, and hanging out with the fine folks. And I, I tell you, it was, it was great when I arrived here at the uh, at the at the studio and at the the uh, HQ the headquarters and just seeing all of you know the media ready to be down in the in, in the media session in the in the conference room to to you know do the Q and A with Derek after he signed his contract officially and uh, just great to see so many people there and, and realize that man. <laughs> even though the, the, the 2021 season is obviously over after the Super Bowl, it seems like we really never missed a beat. You know, it's just like everyone's ready to get right back at it and handle their business and, and excited to be back out here. So it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, and it's been fast and furious this offseason. I'm telling you, it feels like nothing ever really stopped. And there will become a time when everything slows down just a little bit. But it's just going to be a little bit. And then before you know it, it's going to be boom. You know, right, right back at it. So, uh, Raider Nation, want to throw out there to you seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Bobby, standing by, he'll take your calls. Uh, of course, I'll take your text as well. Seven dash text line six nine one eight seven keyword R and R thoughts. How are you feeling now that you know that DC is is locked up? He's not not going anywhere. You know the contract. They found the sweet spot. That was that term. It was so funny how much that term was was uh, really thrown around after it was mentioned at the owners' meetings that they were looking for the sweet spot. Well, they found it. Uh, all, all sides are happy. Uh, they're handling their business. They're ready to go full steam ahead and try to try to attack this next season and this this division, this AFC West. It's going to be a dogfight. We all know that, but. They're ready to go full steam ahead, and of course, they still have the draft coming up. They're still a couple weeks away from the draft. Uh, right now, they're just taking care of the free agency business, and uh, what I could appreciate is they've taken a lot of taking care of a lot of the in-house business. That's that's one of the most important things is taking care of inside your building, and that's what the the Raiders have really done a good job of. You got to give Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly a lot of credit for that to be able to go in, evaluate the roster, and break it all down at the same time. So uh, there, there you go. Uh, it's, it's a good day. I feel like every day has been a good day, really, this offseason uh, to come in and talk some radio and talk some Raiders because, man, uh, there's always some, some big-time news to talk about, right? And so as one question gets solved and, and the answer is there, then all of a sudden now there's, there's even more topics and more pieces to the puzzle that are starting to come together. And that's kind of something I've been talking about for a while is the plan. You know, we'll have to wait and see and watch the plan shake out, and we're seeing that right now. 702-365-9200. Let's go out to Allen right here in Vegas. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's happening, Q? Chilling, man. I'm so grateful for the Raiders and Derek Carr to get this contract done early ahead of the draft so that way there's no confusion as to who the quarterback of the future is. Uh, The money is right. It gives the team a lot of flexibility going forward. We can still build the roster and build it up. We got Devontae. We got Renfro. We got Waller, Jacobs. Uh, Like you said earlier, I mean, the offense is now set. And, you know, I'm also grateful for Ziegler and McDaniels to Mm -hmm. let Derek Carr know early that, hey, he he is your guy. He's the guy going forward. We're not going to – mess with your mind or play any games like hey this is what it is it's business right unfortunately but hey we uh we are going to take care of you i'm glad that they got that done 
Right, no doubt about it. Thank you, Alan, for the call. I do appreciate you. And, yeah, I mean, that's the deal. At the end of the day, we know the NFL is a business, you know. But for them to be able to go in there and, again, find the sweet spot, figure out what makes sense for both sides, and and then move forward. And the one thing that Derek Carr has been very adamant about, even going back to the time he signed his last contract extension, is that, hey, um, I don't need all the money. You know, my family's going to be fine. We're good. I mean, he referenced it many times in his presser today. Hey, you know, we'll go to Target or the clothes I'm wearing right now, you know, half of them were free or whatever. I mean, basically he's saying he's not trying to, you know, live that glamorous lifestyle. He's good. You know, he's got plans. He's got things that he wants to do. He's got things that he's going to do for the family that obviously take money. But he's also not the dude that's just trying to break the bank and just worry about himself. He's got a lot bigger vision where that came from. One thing that stood out to me in the presser that he said that I really did respect is when he said he was looking at the contract, they were working on it, obviously the negotiations, they were going through it, and he talked about his his cap hit. And he's like, wait a minute, hold on, my cap hit's not going down. Make my cap hit go down so we can build this around us. That's If that's not leadership, you know, I know there's been plenty of people that's floated the idea of, hey, do what Brady did. He took a haircut every single time he signed a contract extension so they can they can build, you know, they can build the team around them. And I've always been very adamant, like, hey, man, you can't ask the next man to do something like like Derek said in the the presser. You know, you take a pay a pay cut at your job. I don't think there's any of us that would do that. I know I wouldn't. I'll I'll be 100 percent honest. You know, hey, I, I love all the coworkers that I have, but, man, I'm not. I'm not giving back what I got just to, you know, to make sure that everyone else is is, is, is satisfied, and, and that's just me. You know, and I don't think there's too many of us that would do that. There might You might find one rare, rare bear here and there, but not too often. But when he said, make sure my salary cap goes down, my cap hit goes down, I want to make sure that my guys on the team, they can be fed as well. They can be taken care of as well. They've also got plans. They also want to do things for their family. We have something special here. He used the S word. He said special. He said we have something special. He said that that roster last year, that 2021 team, made the playoffs, felt like they were a special team. We said it a lot here on the radio station, on Raider Nation Radio 920. A lot of folks said, oh, man, this team is no different. Until they went on that four-game win streak and made the playoffs, then it's like, okay, hold on. They, they, okay, now we, we see the vision. Now, as Derek said, they, they came up a little bit short. They still had more work to do. And this is early on. They've only been in the building you know, together for a couple days. And, of course, they're not out there on the field. You know, they're not popping pads. They're not doing anything extreme. But at the same time, he says, hey, from the makeup of the guys in the building, there's an opportunity for these guys to be be." So that that's one of the things that stood out to me uh, the most when when uh, he said that he, he wanted to make sure that his cap hit went down for this year. Uh, and, of course, I don't know the structure of the contract. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I'm not going to try to act like the, the guru on, on Twitter. I had multiple people send me all these different uh, scenarios. Well, if they did this and they do that, Q, then all of a sudden they'll have all this kind of stuff. Look, man, look, man. <laughs> you know, I, I like to talk in, in facts and what I know, and, and if I don't know, I'll tell you I don't know. I don't know the structure of the deal. We may never know the structure of the deal. The only ones that matter are the ones in the front office that are handling their business. You know, at some point, I'm sure that there will be a website, spotrack.com, overthecap.com, that says, okay, this is how much cap space the Raiders still have. This is how the, the, the cap space went. You know, they, they created more cap space by giving Carr his extension. I get that. That all happened in time. I'm not worried about that right now. I'm not worried about that. I know that they have a plan in place. That's one thing I feel very confident about, and that's something I've said multiple times here on the station, is that the team has a plan in place. Dave Ziegler and the rest of the front office, they don't, 
operate in a real loud, braggadocious style. But what they do is they kind of just, they're just handling their business. They're letting their plan play out. It might even, you might even call it like slow and methodical, but it's efficient and it's getting the job done. So, of course, I want to hear from you again, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Ralph, in Jersey. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, Q. Thank you so much for taking my call. I listen to you all the time. I'm so thankful. Living in South Jersey, we don't hear much of anything about it. i got to (laughs) listen about the Eagles. Right. But anyway, you know, so, you know, we all have this late love-hate relationship with Carr. When we got him, I thought he was going to be the man. And then he had some issues with his injuries and whatnot. And and finally, you know, God bless that guy. You know, I'm not a, a, a you know a, a righteous man, but he he decided I'm going to work with this team. I'm not going to hold him hostage. I want to build this team. But more importantly, he's got he's got people in that building that I think can make Carr a better quarterback. You know, that last play in the playoffs. You know, it's tough to um, change how a quarterback operates in those pressure situations. And I know this is kind of off the topic of his contract and stuff, but I just think that this regime now is in his corner. Um, they got real football people in there and I'm just so desperate for this team to, to get back. You know, of course, everyone wants to win a Super Bowl. I'm looking at maybe not this year, but next year, that's what I'm hoping for sooner the better. But, Anyway, I just wanted to make a couple of comments about that, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, hey, thank you, man. I do appreciate the call. Good stuff right there. And, yeah, there's a lot more where that came for. I know we have a lot of folks that are holding. Uh, we have uh, Passionate Raider, Jason in Vegas, Rod in Vegas, multiple folks holding on, pl- plenty of people firing up on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187. Thoughts on Derek Carr's contract extension. What does that mean to you? How does this team look now that you know that that is a conversation that can be put to bed? That could be something that could be put to rest. Uh, more of that is coming up. Not only that, JT is ready to – take over the wheels of steel here he just came off a great conversation he had with Derek Carr so he'll be able to bring that to you as well that is all coming up this is the JT the Brick Show 1214 is the time this is Raider Nation Radio 920 You know, I don't ever want to talk for somebody else, um, but I'll say it was it was very clear to me how they how they felt about me day one, and um, you know, I again I don't ever want to speak for Dave or speak for Josh, uh, but it was uh, I knew I was going to be a Raider. You know, I was just hoping that it'd be for longer than what my contract was at that moment. <laughs> JT, back with you in the Raider facility. Raider Nation Radio on a spectacular day, an historic day in Raider history. I just finished 15 minutes with Derek Carr on the TV set of Silver and Black Productions. We will have that interview up exclusively with the Raiders at Raiders.com and Raiders on their social media platforms will air it here tomorrow in the show. Really cool experience to have an opportunity to sit down with Derek one-on-one and talk about this deal. And I can tell you, we went down a lot of different lanes to talk about his life, his faith, Mark Davis, the Raider Nation, Devontae Adams, the deal in general. 
and Derek was very humble. You could tell he is awash in gratitude here as the deal is done today. Thanks to Q for stepping in as we were doing that in the next room over, and Q will be back at 2 o'clock. Today's simple. We didn't know what day it would happen. It happened today. It's all Derek Carr Day. Today is Derek Carr Day in Southern Nevada, in the Bay Area, uh, Bakersfield, Fresno, all around the globe for the Raider Nation on this contract. And I hope this is an important day for Raider fans going forward who are behind Carr. He is the quarterback. He's the highest paid quarterback in Raider history. That's for obvious reasons. That will remain. And he is committed for the silver and black for the next four years, this upcoming season, the new deal. We talked about the details of the contract and really a lot of it had to do with the flexibility of the deal. He did take less to be a Raider compared to the market, but he's fine with that overall because he got a monster contract that protects him and his family for the rest of their lives. He wanted to be a Raider. He's always been sincere about that. And what he told me, the brunt of the interview, is how he wanted to help this team get better players going forward. And it happened. And if you're a Derek Carr fan, today is your day. If you've been critical of Derek over the years, today's a day that hopefully moves you in the offseason. Raider fans are going to judge Derek Carr for wins and losses and championships the way they should. But if you're going to judge him as a human being and a person, you should be happy for him today. You should be really happy for him and his lovely family, his kids, his four kids, his wife, who we saw here today at the facility. And the building is buzzing because after Max Crosby, after Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, which Derek clearly was enthused by that, Carr gets his deal now. His base salary reportedly $9.87 million this year. He signed a five-year $125 million extension in 2017 at the time. That was the richest contract before Stafford got his extension in Detroit. We were on the radio for that. Carr's new money average per year, $40.5 million, ranks fifth among NFL quarterbacks. And you can look at the money, and if it's a little bit less or in the ballpark, who cares? I've never once talked about Derek's money. He gets what he deserves, and now Derek has an opportunity playing for the, in the postseason for the second time. The injury, he didn't play in the game the first time. He played in the playoffs last year. You got your quarterback. He's your quarterback for a long time, and hopefully Raider Nation gets behind him because everybody in the building is behind him as he gets that deal done. Really cool. I was awoken this morning to get in the building. Put the suit on, come on in to do this interview. Very humble to get that opportunity going on my 24th year with the team. When I walked in the building today, I saw Dan Ventrelli, the president of the organization, saw some other people around there. Haven't seen Derek in quite some time because of COVID restrictions, not having locker room access and all of that. I hosted the Derek Carr Show in 2016, and now it's 2022. So it was a humbling moment for me to connect again with Derek on this stage today and talk to him and congratulate him in person. It's a great day for Derek Carr, and he deserves it, and I think we should celebrate that throughout the Raider Nation. Bill Williamson will join us later on, longtime Raider insider, and Chris Matthews, who's at the press conference from 8 News Now. Chris will join us in the next hour, and I want to open up the phones, and I want to get your opinion on this contract. There are still other extensions and contracts out there that I don't think we need to talk about it today. I don't think today we need to rank Derek Carr all time. 
a little preview of what I asked him. In the interview, we talked about the quarterbacks who came before him. I'm telling you, this guy lit up like I haven't seen him lit, light up before. Tom Flores, Daryl LaMonica, Kenny Stabler, Jim Plunkett, and Rich Gannon. And he talked about all of them. He's very humble where he stands in the hierarchy of the Raiders in regards to all the records he has, but what he's talking about now is winning. And we always knew that Derek wanted to win. We always knew that Derek put the organization and the team and his teammates first. Today's a day where Derek should get all the credibility for achieving this accomplishment in his life. Getting a contract for over $100 million in an extension, being a great dad and a great husband, and a family guy having a tremendously strong faith, which is what we talked about also. I mean, he, he's going to send some of that money. He's going to send some of that money to other people because he does that. That's what he's done in the past. And what he went through last year with the Raiders and some of the things that happened off the field as he led the team to that 10-7 and record and paid, played in the postseason for the second time since 2002, he thanked a lot of people who helped him get here, from his dad, his brothers, former coaches, and teammates. Very humbling to see Derek Hart today. Very proud to know him and to see this happen to him today. And going forward, Derek's going to have to win games. He's going to, have, he's going to be remembered for his legacy. And that was my last question. We'll save that for tomorrow on what his legacy will be. But it's all about winning. And I think the Raider fans who have been hard on him and critical of him, which you have the right to do, today's not the day for that. Today's the day to praise the guy for this personal accomplishment. we got many days of doing Raider Nation radio, many pregames, postgames, radio shows after wins and losses where Derek Carr is going to be the topic, win or lose. But today the topic should be about where he's at today, coming off a season with a career best 4,804 yards and 23 touchdowns to see where he was and what needs to happen with him going forward under Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. So that's where we're at. Number 702-365-9200. I call this Derek Carr Day today. We had Devontae Adams Day, Max Crosby Day, and today's about D.C. Jason in Vegas, start us off on Raider Nation Radio. What's happening? What up, JT? Good to hear you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, make it quick. I got to get going. Uh, just happy that Derek's with us. You know, um, him being here helps bring stability to the franchise and, and He's always been my one of my favorite quarterbacks that we have, not only just what he can do on the field, but what he can also do off the field and, and the way as he is as a person and how he treats others and just as a human being that he is. So uh, congratulations to Derek. You know, uh, can't, wait to, can't wait to see what we can do this year. And uh, let's go Raiders. Thank you for the call. Yeah, we hope uh, it all works out. This is a big contract. This is a big commitment. The no trade clause was a big part of it. He, he brought up to me. The no trade clause is important because he wants to remain a Raider and he wants to remain a Raider for life. And he'll get another contract extension. He's a young player if he wins, and he plays at a high level. The organization's always been about winning. Commitment to excellence, just win, baby. We all know that. But now the organization is set up to win for quite some time because they have their premier best players all locked in. There's a few more, and we've talked about other contracts and extensions. For Hunter Renfro, what's going to happen with Darren Waller going forward? Colt Miller's locked up. When you got players who are making a lot of money and they're in a window to win a championship, that truly is a great time to be a fan. To be a fan that way, to have a fan base that's knowing that it's Super Bowl or bust, 
And I've really said that in my career with this team. They've always wanted to win. The goal is always the Super Bowl. But they had teams that weren't going to get there. This team is capable of doing it. And they're not done. How stealth is this organization? I mean, I, was, I, I got up this morning, Ian Rappaport, then the Raiders text, and then my son texted me. And then boom, 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 we're seeing this deal before they make it official. Derek comes in, signs the extension with his wife and kids, uh, does the press conference, had the physical. And then we had an opportunity to interview him exclusively on the studios and the sets of Silver and Black Productions. And he's floating. He is floating through this building here, but he's going to get back to work and start throwing. 702-365-9200 on Derek Day as he agrees to a contract extension. Rod, you're up next on the flagship of the Raiders. Hello, Rod. How's it going, JT? Man, it's a beautiful day. It's so bright. I'm glad I got my sunglasses on because the future is bright with Derek Carr at the helm. We locked him up. I couldn't be happier. I know for a while people with this opinion were in the majority. You know, at one time, JT, before the 2020 season, I was saying to my sister, I hope that this regime, regardless of how anybody might have felt about the past, doesn't waste another year for Derek Carr. I felt that the way he played in 19 or 20, man, we, we, we stole something because it was outstanding, and I didn't want to see any more wasted years from Derek Carr. Last year was not a wasted year, and last year I think he proved to everybody what leadership is. If you don't know what leadership is, if you don't understand what it means to an organization, this man, through everything, when Henry Ruggs had his problem out there in front of everybody, what did Derek Carr do? He shamed the, the actions, but he loved the man. That is character. That is leadership. This Man, this duct tape Derek Carr, because he holds this whole organization together, and he has for eight years. Derek, I love you. We love you. The future is bright. Let's get those championships, baby. Raiders! It's about winning championships going forward for Derek Carr. Today, it's about the contract. It's about the contract, the commitment from Mark Davis, who Derek talked about very humbly, his relationship with Mark Davis and the passion that Mark has for the team, contributing all this money, not only to the stadium and what's going to happen here, looking at this facility where I'm broadcasting from, but the amount of money that Mark has contributed to the players here. I mean, this is not cheap. There are a lot of guys now on this team getting paid and getting paid significant money, and they're going to be evaluated by winning championships. The championship run is very important now. The championship run, I talked to someone in the building today about this three-year and Derek going out to four years, and I don't think Chandler Jones, and Chandler Jones, if I look at Chandler Jones, two or three years, Devontae long-term, Hunter long-term, hopefully Darren Waller, I'm a big Waller guy, and Max long-term. Now the window is open in the toughest division in football, the AFC West, to go knock on the door for Super Bowls. If you look back at this roster, recently here in Las Vegas and going back to Oakland, this roster is night and day. Night and day, this roster is now getting to a point where you can say there are super elite players on the team. 
There's another level of players that are very good. And then all they have to do, Dave Ziegler, who we'll interview tomorrow, we have the new GM exclusively here on Raider Nation Radio tomorrow with me. This team now has to fill the rest of the holes so the team has a Super Bowl quality for the next couple of years. This is no joke. The issue is, and it's not a problem, but Kansas City's had a brilliant roster. Very fortunate with getting Mahomes where they got him. Tyreek Hill, who's no longer there. Uh, The Super Bowl runs that they had on, fortunately only winning one. Denver, everybody falls in love with their roster every offseason. They have Russell Wilson, not good. He is elite. He is elite. He is a great quarterback. He has proven that. No debate. And then you have Justin Herbert and what they're doing with the Chargers with Mr. Interception and Khalil Mack. That's a very good team. So it's going to be a war getting out of the AFC West. Just to get out of the AFC West and not get beat in the division that would keep you alive in the race to make the playoffs by winning games outside the division, all the teams in the AFC West have the same problem. They could cannibalize themselves, beat each other up physically, give each other losses, and then they got to come out of the division and go play their schedule. And as you know, the Raiders have a really tough schedule this year. But the cornerstone is in place in Derek Carr. He is the face of the franchise. He is the best friend of Devontae Adams. Max Crosby is a great man, someone we really respect here. So Raider Nation, let's get going. I'm here for about another hour and a half, and everybody's talking about this. i got to do a couple other interviews on other radio shows about this. Want to hear from the Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. If you've been a supporter of Derek throughout his career, congratulate him. If you've been on the fence with Derek and you've been a critic of Derek, how do you feel about this today? Does this change your opinion on Derek Carr and where he's going with his career? That's what I want to know about there. Passionate Raider, you're up next. Appreciate you waiting. Go ahead. You're on Raider Nation Radio. Man, thank you, JT, man. What a, what a crazy day it's been today, man. I didn't know anything was going on until about an hour ago. It diners the nuts. But you know what, man? The reality of the situation is, man, you know my stance. You know how I am. Raider Nation for life. Love my Raiders. But, you know, the reality is this is the second quarterback the Raiders have ever drafted in my tenor as an Oakland Raider slash Vegas Raider fan. And I've never been more hyped about one player than Derek Carr up until 2019. You know, but, but you can still say, but the reality is no quarterback has gone through what this man has gone through. No quarterback has had to deal with what this man has had to deal with. So that, that you cannot say or, or, or anything. It still comes down to game day. Am I happy? I am, I'm, I'm above and beyond happy with what Mark Davis has done with this organization moving forward after the years that we have gone through of just, just repeat, 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 hopes up. You know, just like I said to my dad at work yesterday, talking to kind of bring the Raiders up with them again. Every year you say the same thing until October and November, and then everything starts to change. But you know what? It's different, man. It started different last year. It ended on a sad note, but it still ended with the, with someone like me who didn't think we were going to pull four games off, who wants us to win, but sometimes you just, you just from the past, you just don't know what to do. And I'm one that speaks my mind and speaks my heart. I love these Raiders more than anything. I am more than happy, and I know God 
has blessed Derek Carr and his family to give Derek the strength that he has gone through to tolerate all this. Because like I said, when Henry, when the deal with Henry, with John going, no other man in this NFL, in this world, could have handled this the way that he handled this. The way that I've criticized him, the way that thousands of Raider fans have criticized him, the way that he's had to answer questions in the media about his coach, about everything else, as bad as he pissed me off sometimes repeating himself, he still did what a, only a man like him could do. And, I, Derek, you're our quarterback. I've waited my whole life for this chance. I've never had a team off that has looked this good. I have never been more excited about an upcoming season as I am about this year. we got to get it. we got to go. God is good, Derek. God is good, Raider Nation. We're in a good place right now, JT. I'm going to sit back humbly and watch and see what happens when kickoff happens. Because we all know it's nothing but Raiders! Well, you, you will not sit back humbly. We know that about you, passionate Raider. You'll be passionate, and if it doesn't, doesn't start off to your liking, you will let the channel know. I can tell you that, and that's okay. Everybody has opinions here. We're a sports talk station, and we talk about the team year-round. And some days like today, I talk about it much more. If Derek did not sign this extension today, I had nothing. Nothing. I told you, I'm honest. I'm the most honest guy you ever heard on the radio. I was going to Kevin Durant, talk to a couple of Raider guests, and moving on. It's been stealth and quiet around this part of town, and then they just pounce and do deals. Pounce and do deals. Think of this offseason, the Derek Carr extension, Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby's extension. Are you kidding me? You think they've been busy in this building? You think they've been active in this building for you, the fans of the Raider Nation? There are days where the organization deserves to get your respect. There are days where you're having a tough time with the organization because they lose a heartbreaking game or something happens and we take your calls on it and we look at what you have to say. Today is a great day because today for me was about a life experience. I've been here when Derek got drafted. I watched it all up close and behind the scenes. And we've been through a pandemic in the last couple of years. It hasn't been behind the scenes the way we're accustomed to. And I'm in this building a lot. And it's a mask on some days, and it's getting vaccinated, and you can't go on the football side, and you can't be on this part of the field. You can't go in the locker room. Big part of what we do around here, the access that we've had way back to the Oakland years in Alameda. Now we're turning the corner. Hopefully we're going to have more access with Derek Carr and the players and have the ability with this new regime to talk and find out what they're doing. But this is a new organization. Today is a new day in this organization. Let it be clear, Derek was going to be here. But there's a new coach and there's a new GM. And they came here, we clearly know now, we don't have to assume this, they came here knowing that they wanted Derek Carr. Because if they didn't, A, they wouldn't have come here if Carr was going to be here long-term, and B, the first thing they would have done if they didn't like him is come here and move him. They would have moved him here for draft equity and someone else. And they were completely, completely locked into him. So with all of this happening now, you're starting to see what the organization is doing without having the access to say what they should do. They're telling you what they're going to do, and they've been nailing it. In life and in radio, I talk about threading the needle. If you're going to pull off something like the Super Bowl, you have to thread the needle perfectly and everything's got to go right. 
You got to have the right players. You got to stay healthy. You have to have the right coaches, the right owner. It's all got to come together. And the guys now who are running football here, from a GM and a head coaching perspective, came off the Belichick tree, and all they do is win. All they do is win. And I'm not guaranteeing you how many games they're going to win as they're getting settled here in Las Vegas, but their goal is to win many championships. And I think today was a very important step. 702-365-9200, Bill Williamson will join us coming up on the other side, a very good Raider insider. Chris Matthews will check in. Always love talking to Chris about everything. Chris asked a bunch of golf questions today, which I thought was really nice. Want to thank Frank and the Henderson Hyundai crew, especially at Any Tires Plus. Went and got my tires checked. I got a smog for my son's vehicle. AnyTiresPlus.com. Mention JT and you'll get the JT hookup. Back into the gun. The backfield is empty. Takes a snap. Fires on a cross. Spin. Jackpot, baby! Vegas touchdown! Card to Darren Waller! JT, back with you. Brett Musburger on the call. On the call, and he's got to be excited. The opportunity to call Derek Carr touchdowns going forward. What a day. Derek Carr gets his contract extension and we are talking about it on Raider Nation Radio. Bill Williamson kind enough to join us. 25 straight seasons, one of the premier NFL insiders out there covering the Raiders for SB Nation. And Bill, I just got off the set with Derek. He was pretty humble. You saw the press conference and what he had to say. But I wanted to talk to you about the numbers and the deal. Did you see a deal like this coming? Do you think this is a great deal for Derek and the Raiders? Yeah, you know, I mean, numbers are coming in and interpretations are coming in. And, uh, you know, I I expected this to happen at some point. It doesn't really surprise me the timing they got these guys back in, um, you know, on Monday. So there, there's a, there, there are some opportunities to finish it. And, again, the numbers are right right by, by around where I thought they would be. So I don't think there's a, a lot of surprises. I guess the one thing that – a little eye-opening was the no-trade clause. Um, and, again, Pro Football reported and, and other outlets are, are, are surmising that, you know, they he can get out. The Raiders can get out next year. Uh, there's some injury guarantees. So people are saying it's almost a year-to-year deal. But I mean, let's face this. They, the Raiders signed this deal because they want – to work out and they want him to be the quarterback for these next four years and then figure it out after that. And, you know, coaches are really, it's a three year deal now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So Josh McDaniels wants this guy to be his quarterback and it's to work out. So yeah, while there are ways to get out of this contract, there's ways to get out of virtually every contract. Um, I expect this to go beyond the next year. And, uh, mm-hmm. So no trace clause is interesting because basically saying we believe in you. We think this is going to work, and this is going to work because we are able to sign other people, and hopefully we'll be able to continue to build around you. So if I was a Raider fan, I wouldn't say, oh, okay, this is just a placeholder, and we'll worry about 
next year. If Derek Carr and the Raiders have a good year in in twenty twenty two, I don't. I think it's just going to take care of itself. Bill Williamson is our guest. You know, Bill, this is interesting because there can only be one highest-paid quarterback in football. One. There's not six of them, and sometimes one guy signs and another guy goes and signs for more. That's not going to happen with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. They will be the two highest-paid, but then we see the guaranteed money for Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson's contract deserves to be as big, if not bigger, than Deshaun Watson. And Derek got enormous money and obviously left a little bit on the table. So that's always going to be subjective and open to people saying, well, what was he really worth? So Derek's in that category, unless he wins multiple Super Bowls and is the greatest quarterback in the league, he's never going to make the money of those guys, but he can be in the ballpark. And from interviewing him today, I think he's pretty humble and proud that he's in the ballpark of this 30, high 30, $40 million range, what can happen here going forward when you pencil this out, because you know he wasn't the first pick overall, he hasn't won a playoff game yet, he doesn't have a ring, and he's getting a lot of money to go out there and win, so I think it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a big call. I don't think anybody's getting disrespected or anybody's really made major sacrifices here. I mean... He's probably a top 10, 12 quarterback, right? And he's right now he's making top five money. So I don't think he has anything to complain about. And he's, he's 31 years old. He's been here for eight years. What, what I, another interesting part of this is, you know, he's right now he's contractually uh, with the Raiders since 2025. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, this is a, that's a 12-season a run with one franchise after being a second-round pick as a quarterback. When you're a second-round pick as a quarterback, you know that's a little bit of a lottery ticket. There's a little bit of an unknown there. So that's a heck of a run with this franchise if it goes 12 years. Yeah, Bill Williamson joins us. I agree. It's a long. He's the longest-tenured quarterback in the AFC. He's in a yeah. division with all these other quarterbacks, and there's a lot of stability here. And it hasn't been easy for Derek. Bill, we both know we go back a long way. What he's had to deal with is not typical. And, you know, other quarterbacks have had it worse. They've been injured. They had career-threatening injuries. You know, it happens for everyone. Everybody's got a unique story. But think of what's happening in this building now with Josh McDaniels and the stability that Robert Kraft gave the organization with Tom Brady and Brady's ability to sign contracts and win, win, and win more. The guys who are running the team now are those guys who are in that culture so if Derek can just prove to them that he could play it, take his game to a little bit of a higher level, which I think he can, win games and win multiple playoff games and put themselves in a position to win, Bill, that's what Ziegler and McDaniels are used to. That's what they expect when they walk in the building every day. I like that combination. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what they want. They, this is very show. You know, we talk about Derek's odd eight years, first eight years, they don't, they don't really worry about that, Ziegler and McDaniels. They worry about what's going forward. They they come from a system that was very stable, and it has its way, you know, the pace of its way. So they're going to do it their way, and the quarterback's the first piece of that puzzle. So that's why they want this to work out. They didn't give him a, a little bit of a jump this year just to replace him next year, you know. They want this to work out, as I said, so – and he's one of the reasons why they took this job, because there's potential here for stability. And it, it's all set up for everybody here. I mean, McDaniels is where he wants to be. He has Ziegler. Ziegler is where he wants to be. He has this guy. They're at a brand-new 
stadium. They're in a brand new facility. They, you know, they they have they have Adams and and uh, Crosby and and Jones and 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 Carr under contract, and they have another top guy in in Waller and another top guy in Limper. It's all here. So now they just have to execute it. And if they don't, that's on them. And I think that's a challenge. They'll they'll bet on themselves. Bill Williamson, as we wrap it up. So, Bill, in a few minutes we have left here, and hopefully I'll talk to you right before the draft. We'll be out doing some remotes, and we want you to be a part of it. I look at this draft, and the way this organization has been so stealth, not letting anything out and negotiating behind the scenes, nobody has any information from Ziegler and McDaniels. That's the way they're operating. They're proving that to everyone. I'm not sensing that they're going to move into the first or second round, but I have no clue. Maybe to get into the second round for a particular player they love and they have scouted. Do you think they have players on this roster who are still available to be moved in a trade, not for a first or second round pick, but could be a part of a package deal with more draft picks to get up higher in the draft? Oh, you know me. I never say never. I think anything's on the table. I mean, I think when you talk about those type of players, it's kind of a small group because things have to work out and there, there has to be a lot of interest and there has to be certain contract situations that fit the other team and may not fit the Raiders. So, I mean, you know, I, I would hate to speculate on who those players were, but, you know, this that the Raiders have known since March 17th that they don't have a first and second round pick. Mm-hmm. So they've, they're going to have a six-week window to plan and study and do all the all the scenarios which which can happen on draft night. So I, I think yeah, I, I think the first round pick will be difficult to get up to because you're probably going to have to give up a, a, a premier player and a premier player would probably be Darren Waller. And I don't know mm-hmm. if they want to do that. I don't know if Henry Renfro would catch a first round pick. Maybe I don't know though. Um, but, you know, he's, he's slot guys are a little less value than, you know, superstar tight ends. Um, so I don't know if they want to do that. And, and if, if they don't want to do that, then you're probably going to have to give up your first round pick next year. Um, and, you know, if there's a certain guy there that they feel that, you know, maybe in that 2025 range that's there and say, okay, this is the missing link this year. Mm-hmm. This guy can really push us over the hump. Then maybe you, you consider and go because we're not gonna, we're going to pick super low next year anyway. But again, that's just that's a possibility. My my thinking the easiest way is it would be to maybe trade up or down a little bit in the third round, go up okay. maybe ten spots, go down maybe five spots. Down you can get an extra couple picks because an extra pick at least you know because they only have five. So I think that's the more likely scenario but again i think they're going to be prepared for anything on draft night thank you bill i know you have a lot of content out there that we'll retweet it and appreciate you coming on on a big day today from the facility thank you anytime thanks bill williamson joining us Uh, check out all the work that he has he's a must follow if you're a raider fan Uh, today is brought to you by our great friends at the laborers union 872 local 872 vegas strong Union proud. I want to thank Tommy White and his entire team. I love these people. The way they built that stadium on time, they built it safely. What they're doing in this town, it's because the 872 laborers, they get deals done. 
They know how to build. They know how to build on time. They know how to be, be professional. And Tommy White, a diehard member of the Raider Nation, leads the way. We are very grateful for his sponsorship as we get ready for the NFL draft. And Local Laborers Union 872 is a proud partner of our show as we head into the draft. And we got a lot of exciting draft news coming up here. Just waiting to dot some I's and cross some T's, which I used to do back in the day. Now I just bloviate on the radio. Hey, Raider Nation, unite! I'm in the building, which means your, your phone calls get in the building. 702-365-9200. Light it up. It's Derek Carr Day as D.C. got the extension. <laughs> 